0: You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and Americanamusicmagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Darren Nicholson is a Grammy-nominated bluegrass and Americana musician from Western North Carolina. As a member of the bluegrass band, Bossom Range, Darren is the recipient of 11 IBMA Awards. Darren also fronts his own band, the Darren Nicholson Band, and has just released his third CD, an EP featuring the new single, Any Highway. Darren is my guest on this edition of Americana Music Profiles. Hi Darren, welcome to the podcast today.
1: Glad to be with you,
0: bud. Thanks for uh, taking the time out of your uh, your nice hike on this beautiful day this, today in, in the midst of all that we're dealing with in the world. Man, it's gorgeous.
1: It's, uh, the best way to social distance yourself is to get in the mountains of western North Carolina. and I, I'm a thousand miles from anybody.
0: That's right, and it's a nice reminder that uh, in spite of what's going on, we live in a beautiful world.
1: We live in a gorgeous world. And you know what, man? This is uh, this is a great time to reconnect with nature, and uh, you know, I think we're going we're going to see a global reset where you see people starting to look at what's really important and and kind of disconnecting a lot from the media and getting back out to uh, you know getting back close to nature. Getting out. I've been doing a lot of hiking, been doing some fishing, and uh, I'm out. Just enjoying
0: life, man. Yeah, good. Good for you, man. I hope we all learn that lesson and do more of that for sure. Yes, sir. So, um, I, I presume that a lot of people know you as one of the members of Bossom Range who have been highly decorated for uh, for the, the the music that you guys created and the shows that you put on. Um, what, if you don't mind, let's back up just a little bit. What What were you involved with before? Uh, you became a part of Boston Range. Well,
1: I've been playing music my whole life. My, my parents played music, and like I said, I'm from the mountains of Western North Carolina, and here they taught it in the schools, mountain music and dance. It was just part of the culture here, but yeah. my family, about everybody in my family played bluegrass and country music. And this was this is before they called it a Yeah, <laughs> you know it was just it was just kind of country music, all that were old time and bluegrass was all under the kind of the country umbrella. And so we would have music at our house on Friday, and Saturday night, and we'd have 80 people over. You know, and we'd have uh, you know there'd be people sitting around playing electric guitars and banjos. And yeah, all kinds of stuff, you know. And so it was just nobody really put a definition on hey, this is bluegrass, or hey, this is country. It was just kind of country people getting together yeah. you know, to, to entertain themselves. But that's how I started. And then my first, uh, I played music my whole life for money, you know. Uh, even when I was a teenager, we'd play a lot of events in the area, weddings and parties and barbecues, all kinds of festivals. And uh, then my, my, I guess my first professional job was in 2004. I was about nineteen years old at the time, I guess, and uh, I went to work for uh, Alicia Nugent, who oh, was sure. on Rounder Records. Yeah, the time. and yeah. Uh, and she was hot as a the tracker then, and we were playing the Grand Ole Opry all the time. And so hmm. when I was eighteen years old, I started playing on the Grand Ole Opry, and, and uh, just kind of never looked back. You know, I'm still going down there and playing that thing. So.
0: Yeah, that's cool. So. How, yeah. how did uh, Bossom Range get together? They've been around for uh, how long now? 12 years? Longer than that?
1: Uh, 13 years. It started in 2007, in okay. March 2007. So right now, 13 years. Okay. Um, but uh, in 2006, I've been with Alicia for three years. And during that time, like I said, we were doing the Opry, and I was touring with a guy named Myrtle Haggard. Sure. Music icon. Yeah, and uh, we opened a lot of shows for him. But then uh, I came off the road because my son was starting school, and mm-hmm. and uh, I started playing a, a few shows at home. And in 2006, when I was lining up my stint with Alicia, Buddy Melton and I did solo projects about the same time. Hmm. And a lot of the fun guys played on that that that. The, those solo projects, Tim Surrett and Mark Pruitt. hmm yeah. And that was kind of the nucleus of Boston Range. And at the end of 2006, I found myself at home with my son starting school. And and all these other guys, uh, Mark, he came off the road with Ricky Skaggs. Tim, he came off the road from the Isaacs and the Kingsmen. And uh, we all found ourselves in the same county in Western North Carolina and said, Hey, do you want to do a few shows together? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, 13 years later, and we've done, I think, 14
0: or 15 albums.
1: Wow. Wow. So you just never know what the future holds.
0: Right. Know? Yeah. Did, did you guys have any any idea that the kind of magic that you've been able to create together with music was there when you started? Could you, could you feel that, or, or was it not that conscious?
1: No, it wasn't. T- you know, I think the best things kind of happen organically. Sure. You know. Yeah. And uh, and it, it was honestly more business oriented. The first talk was getting together. The music was good. You know, but but I was used to playing really good music. You know, with Alicia and that band. That was a that was a really hot band for mm-hmm. a few years. And so when I came off the road, I was like, man, I just don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'll ever play music to that level again, but wow. Western North Carolina is the home of so many great musicians. Right, right. And so I ended up looking around in my kitchen and I'm like, hey, these guys are great, you know, and, uh, and you know, this could be fun. And so the music right off the bat was it was good, you know, and I knew that we had something that was a little more than your local band, you know, um, but uh, we, we kind of sat down. And what got me on board with Boston Range is all the guys were serious about. Hey, we don't want to travel anymore, but we're serious about making a living play music mm-hmm. and the business part of the, the music part. Mm-hmm. And that that's what that's what kind of piqued my interest because you know a lot of people have a hard time making a living play music, and sure, uh, yeah. and so when you can get five guys that are like deadly serious about the commitment of of all the the business parts of the music. Like most people think, if they play good and sing good, that things will just happen. Yeah, and so, yeah. and sometimes that's the case. Yeah, it's very rare. Yeah, most of the times, you know, I, I was telling these guys were all level-headed guys. They weren't. They weren't at the age where they were wanting to go party and it'd be a big
0: yeah all
1: the time. You know, because a lot that's a that's a big uh, occupational hazard for a lot of musicians. Sure, it is. Yeah, they don't they don't take it, they don't take it serious. You know, and these guys were all serious about it, so. I'm in mean, that family, right?
0: This is a good spot for me to be. So you guys have uh, won, like, I think, uh, maybe like 11 IBM awards or something like that, and I'm sure there's other things in there, too. Uh, you know, it just kind of seems like it, it, everything that you said just clicked. And, and um, have you been able to kind of isolate what the magic is? What, what is it that makes uh, outside the business, obviously that that's critical, but you could do everything right from a business perspective. And if you don't have the right, if the music's not there, you still don't, you still don't get to make it. And, uh, um, there's just something special about you guys. Do you have any, have you, has it ever been a topic of discussion? Do you have any idea what the magic is? Well, I think,
1: uh, you know, the music part of it, we were just having fun. Mm -hmm. And, um, I do think there's something about all being from the same area. Western North Carolina, there's a magic in the music here.
0: Yeah. You know, okay. a lot of
1: people, great musicians relocate to Nashville, but Nashville don't produce great musicians. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, um, like Western North Carolina produces from Doc Watson to Earl Scruggs. There's a certain type of timing and a certain type of rhythm mm-hmm. that happens in North Carolina when you talk about the great the bluegrass or country music, yeah. you know, from North Carolina. You're talking about um, Doc Watson, like I said, Earl Scruggs. But then you've got Mark Pruitt, Steve Sutton, Arville Freeman, Mike Hunter, Randy Davis, all these people who've had these legendary bluegrass careers. And there's something in the water here. So I mm-hmm. think that's part of it, yeah. you know? Yeah, And um you kind of see that too Like Ohio Kind of has its own Kind of bluegrass sound sure. Yeah um, uh, East Tennessee uh, Kentucky Kind of has its own Kind of bluegrass sound But there's something Very distinct about West North Carolina bluegrass And there's an the energy in it And I think a lot of that Has to do with the dance Part of it mm-hmm. Like we all grew up Playing flare dances And flogging Okay And so then when we, when we play Regular songs We still play it With that kind of rhythm And mm-hmm. that kind of energy
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: the, the two things, I think, that really stand out for Boston Range, and we just kind of got lucky, uh, from one, we have four singers that can sing all the Yeah, songs, yeah, you know
0: what I mean? yeah.
1: And so, that's what I loved about the Eagles music, is
0: sure, yeah. it didn't
1: matter if John Henley or Glenn Proud was singing, it was good and you knew the harmony was going.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. And so you weren't just saying, "Oh man, I, Don going to sing all the songs." Or it, it didn't matter. Sure, yeah. You knew that they had really great song material, and that, 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 that's 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 kind of the staple for me for Boston Rangers is the material finding songs that are that are um, that are kind of universally impacting. Mm-hmm. We don't do a lot of hunky, we don't do a lot of hunky songs. We don't play bluegrass songs about bluegrass. Mm-hmm. Or, about how country we are, or you know, we were doing songs like Things I Missed and Blue Mountain and yeah. Little Blue, yeah, wide river to cross, and songs that have more depth than just your, than your corn husk, kind of bluegrass, sure, yeah, songs, you know what I mean? And that's what I always loved about the Eagles music, you know, is they have songs that would, it didn't matter when they were recorded, you can relate to them today,
0: yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and
1: that's what we always look for in material, and so I think those are kind of the things having the Western North Carolina sound and, and a bunch of different singers in the band so where we can do those big old harmonies and things like that. Um, that's kind of to me what makes it fun and interesting, hopefully mm-hmm. for the listeners. Yeah,
0: for sure. No, I, I get that and, and you're right. There is a there is a depth to the music that's very appealing. Um you wanna you wanna listen to it and, and hear the try to hear the story and the thoughts into the lyrics that you guys put out there. So I appreciate that, yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, for for the for the listener, you know, having a different lead singer, a lot of times, you know, when you, a lot of times you go hear a band, and you, if you listen to them for an hour or an hour and fifteen minutes, whatever, the same guy sings all the songs, right? Yeah, and um, and so that uh, you, that gets boring. That gets, yeah, even 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 if you love a singer. You know, it
0: just, it, it wears on the ear a little bit. And yeah, so, no, that's a good point. Uh, yeah.
1: It's not having a variety, you know. It's, I always say I like ice cream, but after the third gallon, I just can't eat any more ice
0: cream. So it's <laughs> nice to have a little variety. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned earlier that uh, you, you guys kind of had this this commitment to not wanting to be caught up in the travel aspect of it as much. And I, I, uh, I know that... Uh, for you at least, you've got other things going on. I presume that all of the guys in the band all uh, were able to maintain other, other side, a side life. Is that right? Yes.
1: Well, uh, to be honest with you, Boston Marine has had, you know, all the success Boston Marine has had, they've done as a part-time band, basically. Yeah, okay. You know, we, we when we started, we had like a seldom-seen type approach just because... Um. We played a lot in the first couple of years. We played in Western North Carolina a lot. We mm-hmm. were doing like 200 plus dates a year, and uh, and we liked that because we'd all been traveling. We wanted to break from traveling. You know, we were we were playing music, good music, and making new money, and staying in our own bed every night. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that was a huge that was a huge plus for all of us. But as Baltimore's grew we happened to, you know, it did happen to start getting popular, and so people called us to start doing bigger shows, but we said "Oh, on, you know, we, we, we don't want to do everything. We don't want to be out there beating the road, playing every every bar and every every club, everything, so we did kind of pick and choose the dates that we wanted to do and, and try to go, you know, we want to do the Merle Fair, and we want to do the the Terry Ride Colorado and, and things like that. It's not that the other dates aren't that important, but we, ha- we all have other things going on, like Mark. When we started, Mark is the head of Soil and Erosion Control. Mm. And, hey, we can't. So he had a job, and he was very close to retirement. So you can't take a guy who's close to retirement and having him go play every festival all over the place. Sure, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. So, it just doesn't make sense. And, and Buddy was working for the state of North Carolina at the time with the water department. He's a, a scientist, a, a biochemist. And uh, Caleb's building guitars. For a living, or uh, Caleb Smith, and then Tim. Tim was working with Mark in his office. Okay. Uh, and, and and now that Mark retired, Tim has his own job. So he's doing like uh, soil and erosion control for it's an environmental thing. Right. And so, so you know, we just trying to find that balance. Yeah. Between family and having a career, and then playing music and and making a little money, making ends meet, uh, and having fun. It's been it's been hard at times because as the band grows, there's more demand. Sure. But at the same time, you know, we have to say no to a lot of things, which isn't always good, but but at the same time, you know, you can't do everything.
0: Right, yeah. And you've got your own side project. You have your own band, right?
1: I'm the only sorry one that won't work. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I'm the... <laughs> no, I was a banker for 10 years. Okay. And, and last year I won't and that's what I was doing uh, when I came off the road with Alicia and, and Boston Range started. But um, the last uh, four or five years, I'm just playing music full-time. Mm-hmm. I got, the banking industry was changing, and, and I was just, you know, the music is where my heart is. Yeah. And that's, that, that's just a, who I am, you know. That's what I grew up doing. And so when Boston Range is not on the road, I play a lot of local gigs. A lot of the stuff Boston Range used to do, that Boston Range kind of outgrew, you know, I find myself doing. I do, you know, some weddings, um, a lot of private parties, a mm-hmm. lot of corporate events, mm-hmm. and uh, and then gigs, you know, in the area.
0: So. And uh, but you've you've been able to uh, record a couple uh, records and have some charting success, though, right?
1: Yeah. Yes. I've done um, three, full solo albums, and I'm working on a fourth. I just released an EP of three songs. Um, a song that I wrote called Any Highway with my buddy Charles Humphrey, who's a family member of the Seat King Rangers. We write a lot of songs together. And um, and so it, that's the creative part of me. I'm also the youngest in the band, too. You know, some of the other guys are just by default getting older. And, you know, they don't necessarily have, they love music, but they don't have the fire in their belly like I do. I'm, I'm 36 years old, so I'm still, yeah.
0: Fairly
1: young in the music world. Yeah, you know, but, yeah, uh, yeah. In, so, in the music world, it's kind of like being a supermodel. You're over, over the hill at 21. You know? <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I, it, it, yeah, there, there's guys in the music business that are in their 70s and 80s, at least in the bluegrass business, still still kicking uh, yeah. it pretty hard. So you got you got a long yeah. career ahead of you then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of why I'm doing the solo project, because I want to keep going and, and keep, you know, keep creating music and having a footprint because, you know, someday those guys in Boston Range will want to retire. And, and I've got, you know, I want to keep young when they do, you know.
0: Yeah. So what's what's next up on tap for Boston Range? Are you guys working on a new record?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're working on a brand-new studio project. And we just um, we got, I think, the best collection of songs we've ever had. Wow. And, um, and we just recorded four of them uh, two weeks ago. And we were supposed to go in the studio this week, but with everything that's going on um, right now, we, we just we, we they canceled the studio for a couple of weeks. And we're going to get back in there now. It's a great time because we're not touring, and we have had some dates uh, canceled, you know, just because of the the, the
0: right.
1: shutdown. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So it's a great time to go in and record, and a great time to write music, and a great time to work on the creative part of it. And.
0: You have an album that's out or coming out, personally, with your band?
1: Well, my, I've got a EP that just came out. It's like three songs, um, and two of them, I haven't made the third one available yet, but two of them are available on CD Baby right now for download and for uh, um, for for sale right now. One's called Any Highway, uh-huh. and the other one's called
0: $100. Okay. So. And those are actually, uh, I think I've heard both of them on... Um, on XM, right? Bluegrass Junction? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep, yeah. they've been playing those Series XM and um, they should be on Spotify now. There should be all those places as well for people to like to stream. But Series XM is really good, you know, Spotify and the that's a, that's another weird time for the music world, all the downloading and or the streaming. Yeah. Rather you know, it just doesn't pay the artist
0: No, um, I understand
1: like, like some of the other like some of the other avenues do, and I think they're, they're still working on legislation with some of that, but it's kind of like the Wild West. The, even the record companies don't know how to, how yeah. to kind of
0: deal
1: with it. Yeah. You really yeah. have to get your streaming numbers super, super high in order for it to really pay off. I right. think 15, 1,500 spins on streaming equals one album sale.
0: Wow. Wow. That's so crazy. So that kind of puts it in perspective. Yeah, so, yeah. Know, well, it certainly uh, re-emphasizes or brings home the point that uh, you mentioned earlier about part of the success of Boston Ranges. You, you better know the business side of music uh, uh, because if you think you can re- go in the studio, you can you can do that pretty easy now. You can do it in your basement if you if yeah. you have the right technology, but just because you record an album doesn't mean you're going to sell 100,000 of them either.
1: It could be a great album, too, and you can yeah. be very talented, but you know, the business dictates you know, you might be the most talented guy working at the mill down
0: there. Right? Know? Yeah, yeah.
1: You know? So, so um, trying try to get that to translate into a career and a living—it's just, you know, it, it's it. Uh, right now, it's kind of a it, 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 it's changing right in front of our eyes. Right for now.
0: sure, yeah, and and part of it is is uh, some changes we didn't even see coming. So it's going to be interesting to see how right. the festival season recovers and. And all that kind yeah. of stuff too. So we certainly um, feel for you guys out there, and and wish you the best, and hoping everything gets gets a, gets restarted here soon. If, if people want to reach out and um, purchase your music or the band's music, what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah, and that's a great point. Right now, you know, I think people will be they'll be chomping at the bit to get out to go to a festival when all this is said and done.
0: Absolutely, if, if yeah. You really want
1: to support the artist. Um, you know, of course. Streaming, a lot of people do that, and and that's awesome if you want to stream. But but going to their website and buying their their records and downloading their music directly is a wonderful, wonderful way to support the artist. And you know, it's a great time to sit at home and listen to music and, and fall back in love with music. Yeah. music is a healing is a healing thing, and uh, you know, it's just a, it's a, a a wonderful way to. Uh, to support the artists my website is DarrenNicholson.net, and that's d-a-r-r-e-n and nicholson like jack and then balsamrange.com b-a-l-s-a-m-r-a-n-g-e.com great and so let's go, go support your favorite artists and check out some new music because we're still creating
0: it yeah yeah and i'm, I'm glad you guys are too and and we're we'll be anxious to to see all of you live here, and hopefully sooner than later, so I appreciate it. Thanks, Darren. It was good talking well, to you, man. I
1: I want to say thank you for uh for putting up with me and talking to me while I'm out here hiking. I'm in the woods, <laughs> and, and I'm breathing heavy, so if it sounds like I can't phone calls to anybody out there. I'm really sorry about that.
0: That's okay. We know it's just you and the bears in the woods, so it's all good. At least you're not running right, from thanks one. <laughs> thanks, Darren. Thank all right. Take yeah, care. Yeah, Have a great day. All right. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com.